We now begin the 13th and final chapter of Masechus Ksubas, and now we get to a hodgepodge of various halachas. Now, the first couple of Mishnahs here are going to be talking about certain contentious issues that arose in Yerushalayim, um, based on the psalm of certain dayanim, and um, not all have to do with Ksubas at all. There'll be different topics, but because four of them um, impinge on our topic of Masechus Ksubas, the obligation between husband and wife, so it features here in Masechus Ksubas. So the Mishnah begins by saying, There were two prominent judges in Jerusalem. Their prominence um, is reflecting the fact that they would um, impose penalties on thieves, says the Gemara. In fact, there's another another Girsa, another version of the Mishnah, which says not that they're Dayane Gezeros, they were judges who made certain rulings, but rather Dayane Gezelos, they were judges who imposed penalties on various robberies. So they lived in Jerusalem, and Admon was their name. One of them's name was Admon, and the second is Hanan ben Avshalom, or Avishalom. Now, the Admon, uh, he doesn't have who whose father's name is, because he was only Admon in Yerushalayim, so he's known as Admon. As far as Hanan ben Avshalom, or Avishalom, so since there's other Hanans, like Hanan Mitzri, so we needed to know which Hanan he was, therefore he gets, therefore he gets the name Hanan ben Avishalom. Tosa says it couldn't be that his name is Hanan ben Avshalom, without a Yud, as the Giras of the Gemara, uh, because of Shalom, David HaMelech's son, was a Rasha, was no Chelek in Olam Haba, and the name of the wicked should rot. So therefore no one's going to name their kid named Avshalom. So it must be it's Avishalom. Okay, whatever the case is, the Mishnah says, Hanan Omer Shnei Dvarim. There were two rulings of Hanan, um, ben Avishalom, that were contentious, and Admon Omer Shiva. And Admon said seven. So we're going to now start going through uh, those various contentious rulings. We'll start here first with the Hanans. So the first of Hanans two rulings that were very contentious was Misha Medina Sayam, a husband who leaves to go on a trip at a distance. So he's gone for a long time, and while he's away, Veisha Tova Asmazonos, his wife, now demands support. Then she goes to the bed and she says, "Listen, my husband went out of town." He did not leave me with enough money, and now I don't have enough money to pay for my basic living needs. So I need you, please, to liquidate some of his assets, you know, sell his pickup truck, and um, and give me money to eat. So, Hanan Omer, Tishava Basof, Velo Tishava Betchila. Hanan says, she'll have to take a Shvua, swearing that she didn't get more than she's entitled to. Maybe she's lying, maybe he left her with what she needed, and she just, you know, she went and bought herself a diamond ring and didn't tell anybody. Um... But when will she have to take a shvua to swear to that fact? Only besof at the end, which means according to the first shot of the Bartanur and, and most, it means when she wants to collect her kasuba, ultimately at that point we'll say, listen, swear that you didn't get anything you were entitled to. But velo teshava betchila, but we don't make her take a shvua at the outset, meaning when she's collecting now, we don't make her take a shvua. And um, the reason why is because that will ultimately lead to like a lot of um, friction between her and her husband. I mean, it's bad enough. She's claiming she has nothing to eat, and it's her husband's fault. So I'm making her like treat her like a criminal to swear that her husband didn't leave her enough, and so on. Just it's going to end up being a big fight, which we don't want. Therefore, Hanan says no shvua except basof, which means again when she collects her ksuba. The Bartanura does bring a second shot on basof based on the Rambam Parish Mishnai, who holds that basof means when the husband comes back. Okay. Now, nechlekualav bnei kohanim gedolim. There was a Chabura of boys, a group of boys whose fathers had been Kohen and Gedolim, and they, I guess, learned together. And they disagreed. Va'amru, they said no. Tishava b'techila uvasof. They say no. 
This woman should be swearing both at the beginning, meaning when she wants to collect. Now that her husband's away, we're not going to start liquidating his assets and selling his pickup truck just because she said so. She has to swear she's entitled to it. And again, when she wants to collect her kasuba at the end, she'll have to swear again, and he could be, you know, it could be rolled in. This is part of the thing. This is part of the shvua, the swear that oath that she makes at the time of collecting her kasuba that also at this event she wasn't taking more than she was entitled to. Amarebi dosa ben herkinus, kedvrehem. Rebi dosa ben herkinus, he said like them, and he agreed with the Bnei Kohanim Gedolim, that they were right, and she has to take a shvua b'tchila uvasov, and Amrab Rabban Yochanan and Zakai, Yafa Amar Hanan, no, Rabban Yochanan and Zakai takes the other side, Hanan's position, which is, Lo Tishava Ela Basov, she does not have to take a shvua now, we give her food, because we want her to be fed properly, but she will have to take a shvua, of course, at the end, before collecting her ksuba, ultimately. Now, um, as far as the halacha goes, so, first of all, there's an assumption that a man would not just leave home on a business trip going overseas and leave his wife with nothing to eat. No. So we assume he left her with the wherewithal to provide herself for three months. And even in our Mishnah, um, the assumptions we're talking about um, after those three months are up. Okay? So the Shulchan Aruch passes that way, that for the first three months, we're not going to start liquidating his assets um, to provide for. We assume she was provided for by him already. Um, perhaps, you know, she's she's... She, She's not any worse than any other, you know, poor person, and she'll have recourse to public funds if need be, and so on. But we're not liquidating her husband's estate um, based on this this assumption that he wouldn't do that to her. The Ramad does paskin, by the way, that if uh, you know they he went not so far away and he just got held up, so that, or more importantly, if he left with her in a fight. So he like he stormed out of there and said, "I'm you know I'm, I'm going I'm going to Tahiti goodbye." So then it's very reasonable to assume that he left and didn't provide for her. Um, and like I said before, and similarly, if she if if he you know was only going away for the weekend, but then the next thing you know he just didn't come back because he got involved in something and was away for months, then of course no reason to assume he left enough for her to be supportive for for several months for three months because that wasn't. What he had in mind when he left. So then she would have recourse to the courts who would then liquidate his stuff immediately to support her. Okay, after three months, at all events, um, we will allow her to go to the courts who will sell stuff to get what they need to provide for her basic living expenses. We're not talking about jewelry and stuff, but basic living expenses in Mazonos, we will sell stuff to provide for her. Um, anything that he's statutorily obligated to provide for her. Um, and now when he comes when when he comes back, we're not going to force her to take a shvua, either to get the stuff or when he comes back, unless he, he makes a counterclaim. When he comes back, if he has some sort of tana, he says, no, I provided for her, this wasn't right, I, you know, I gave her food or money or whatever it is. Um, so then, at that point, he could force her to take a shvua that she indeed didn't have what she needed, because her position is, no, you didn't leave with enough money. So he can force her to take a shvua then, and the, the courts would enforce the shvua, including, you know, a gilgul shvua, whatever it has to be. She has to swear in everything right now um, that she didn't... Um, misappropriate funds that weren't she wasn't entitled to.